It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Lose the Cape, episode 40. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Oh my goodness, we finally made it to episode 40. I was supposed to uh, make it to 40 um, about three weeks ago. Well, if you want to get real, about um, a year ago. <laughs> anyway, such is life as a busy working mom. Um, I may have had a tiny bit too much coffee today, so I'm going to keep my introduction short and sweet. Uh, I am talking to Samantha Rogers, who has become a very good friend of mine through the uh, Boss Mom Academy. Uh, and I just adore her and her plan, um, her, her healthy eating stuff. She does the website eating clean, cooking dirty. And I've been following this and my life is revolutionized by meal planning finally. And as we discuss in the interview, I have failed miserably at meal planning more times than I can count, but Samantha has me on track and I'm very happy about it because we're eating a lot more vegetables and a lot more uh, variety in our diet than we were before and I'm feeling great about that for me and my children. So um, I was supposed to have two back-to-back podcasts this week. It's Friday, and I'm getting out the first one, so who knows? Maybe I'll get the second one out today, maybe not. Maybe next week will be the week we finally start two episodes a week. Goodness knows we have the interviews. So anyway, I'm going to shut up now and let y'all listen to the interview. Um, you will adore Samantha, as I do. Thanks. Have a great one, and please, please Follow us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and leave us a review, or you can listen on Stitcher like I do. Okay, great. Have a good one. All right. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, your host, and today we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, food. So (laughs) I love to eat, but um, I love good food, and I love to talk about my personal story, which includes having to give up some of my favorite foods, which uh, we'll be discussing throughout this interview. So who am I talking to? Her name is Samantha Rogers. She is a foodie as well, Um, and she also has had a lot of issues with food and digestive issues, which led her to discovering the paleo diet and clean eating. So now, after um, having a child of her own and wanting to uh, share her love of healthy and delicious meals, she... um, likes to help other people with meal planning and recipe development and all that good stuff. So um, let's talk about food. Thanks for being with us, Samantha. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. So fill in the holes on that. I, I kind of, I skimmed over yeah. a large chunk of your life. So let's hear some <laughs> more. 
Totally. So, um, so right now I have a two and a half year old daughter named Stella and my husband, Dave. Um, we've been married for almost eight years now, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I really, I started out, um, you know, we live in Portland, Oregon now. Um, I'm from California originally, from Los Angeles. Um, have always grown up around food. Uh, my grandmother is, uh, you know, Russian, Polish, German, um, and and my and I grew up with a lot of, you know, whole foods uh, that she brought over from the motherland, so to speak. <laughs> and um, but I always had digestive issues um, and my parents could never quite figure it out. Uh, Unfortunately, when I was a little girl, uh, doctors were not very well educated on nutrition and I was there. Yeah. You know, it's, and I know they're just starting now, you know, you're starting to see medical, hear about medical programs that um, there, you know, their doctors are actually learning about nutrition and we go to doctors because we think that they just, they they have the answers, right? And so when they tell my parents that I need to eat more pasta and more bread and more whole grains, yeah. <laughs> we know where this is going. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, you know, and the reality is that humans are just not meant to process wheat and, um, you know, heavy grain, grains like that. Our systems are just not built for it. Uh, some people do handle it better than others, but uh, I have had lifelong issues with, uh, IBS and um, and to the point where, but before I was thirty years old, I had four colonoscopies and two endoscopies. Oh my goodness, you poor thing! Trying to just figure out what was wrong with me. Yeah, <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so really, my my journey with food. Um, with paleo food specifically began with uh, CrossFit. Um, my husband was is former military, and he and I discovered CrossFit um, over in Jacksonville, Florida, and just totally fell in love with it. It was something really fun for us to do together, um, got really into it, and then through that discovered um, the paleo lifestyle. And I have to say that the paleo Eating paleo, so for any, anybody who's listening who doesn't know, um, paleo is essentially uh, gluten-free, grain-free, processed, heavily processed, food-free, soy-free, um, and refined sugar-free. Um, it used to be dairy-free, but it has evolved to include um, you know, some whole, whole fat dairy foods um, for those people who can handle them. Um, and it changed my life. Like it, I literally... I. When I'm on a paleo diet, I don't have digestive issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made such a big difference. And I became committed to it. And then I had my daughter two and a half years ago, and the world fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> as, like, as little monsters do that to us, right? Right. Like, totally, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out. I was working um, full-time outside of the house. My husband was working full-time outside of the house. We were both commuting between two and three hours a day. Um, and mm. I'm trying to – and I, I breastfed um, for 14 months. And I have no idea how I did that. I still shocked myself to this day. 
Uh, and I, I just, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out how to, how, how to help myself and my family and eat better. And I felt horrible. Um, and finally, one day I said, we're done. I'm going to go back to meal planning and meal prep that I had done before I had my daughter. I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. And I put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, my professional background is in process change management. So I am a total like step-by-step-by-step process person and pretty good at breaking things down and making them uh, easy um, or easier. And that's what I did. And after a while, I started sharing that with people. And they're like, wow, could I, could I, have, your, could I have your menu for the week? That's awesome. And yeah, and it was, it was a lot of fun. And, and that has shifted into what I do today, which is essentially um, I write weekly meal plan and prep guides. Um, and I include a menu for the week and a grocery list and your recipe list and a step-by-step instructions on what you need to do on prep day and what you need to do the day of so that you basically spend, you know, two and on average two hours in the kitchen one day a week. And the rest of the week, my goal is to keep your active cooking time to 20 minutes or less. Nice. So yeah. That's great. So are you, are you still working full time at the home? No, I, um, I started this business, um, about six months ago while I was still working full time with the two year ultra conservative, you know, business model Mm -hmm. to quit my job and, and change things up. And my company got reorged and my position was deleted. And I, my husband and I looked at each other. And so right now we're, so we were commuting two two to three hours a day, both of us. We live in Portland, Oregon. He commutes to Hood River, which is about an hour and 15. Um, and I was, so he was commuting east and I was commuting south. Mm-hmm. And we looked at each other and we're like, you know what? The plan was for me to quit uh, anyway. So let's just move back to Hood River and make life easier and, you know, focus on my business. And yeah. And just get this, make this happen, make the, the better life. Because really, you know, when it came to family, and I never thought I would be like this. Both of my parents worked full time, um, you know, and, and needed to. And um, my mother wanted to very much like, you know, women's live back in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> um, but I realized that I want to be there to pick my kid up at 3.30. Yeah. Um, but I still want something that is fulfilling, that I love, that is a not directly related to my family, even though I, it has grown, it has grown because of my family. You know, it's funny that, that you say that because, um, this is a recurring argument that my husband and I have, um, because, and this is why I love talking to other moms who are running their own businesses, because I think we share so many philosophies and so many, um, of the same challenges, but like, I'm the same way. Like I, I still want and part of it, I'm not going to lie, part of it is the flexibility. It is nice to have the, the flexibility and time in my schedule. But part of it really is that I do, even though I hate homework, I hate it with a passion. I want to be the one helping my child through their homework and being there when they get off the bus and making sure that, you know, they're eating an apple or something instead of just chocolate after school. You know, I want that to be to be there. 
but I also want to work. And my husband, the argument is that he doesn't understand that. He's like, well, if you want to work, go get a job. You know, <laughs> like this isn't working. This is a hobby. And I'm like, this is not a hobby. It's not <laughs> No. Total digression there from our topic, but yeah. no, but it's it, it's important, and it's important to to find that fulfillment, and mm-hmm. and some people some people are completely fulfilled as you know being the stay at home full time moms, but I I truly believe even the stay at home moms that I know they have something even if they're not oh, making yeah. money. Oh, or, yeah. They're either PTO president or right. classroom mom or something. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I hardly know any stay-at-home mom who's doing nothing but staying at home, you know? <laughs> right. It, it doesn't there, happen. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't happen. You have to do something. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, um, yeah. Uh, so I, a couple of questions that I want to ask then about paleo, and um, you you pretty much went into it. I wanted to know how your life had changed. Um, I uh, So when my second child was born, she had milk soy protein intolerance. Mm-hmm. So I basically had to eat a paleo lifestyle because I couldn't – I mean, there is soy and dairy in almost everything. Yeah everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was eating fresh fruits and vegetables and chicken breast and fish and all those kind of things. And I felt amazing. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why don't why don't I just I know that's the answer, but it's hard to do and it's expensive. So yes. you mentioned in your bio that you know how to do it on a on a budget and know yep. how to do it without spending too much money. So you gotta you gotta spill the beans on that. <laughs> okay, so so here's some here's some kind of overall things, um, and and I have to say meal planning is one of them because mm-hmm. when you meal plan for the week and and you and you not only decide you know what your meal plans are that you're cooking at home, but if you are eating out and that's part of your family lifestyle that you know I'm gonna go meet my husband for lunch on Friday. I'm going to eat, you know, that's my meal out and I'm going to, you know, we're going to take the kids out for dinner on Saturday night or whatever. Um, so you need to, you need to be able to take some time. Um, if it's something that you don't want to, you know, get from somewhere else and say, what meals am I cooking? Who am I cooking them for? Um, you know, I know, you know, a lot of us, once, once the kids get older and they start having activities, maybe they're at home for dinner or whatever. And then, um, figure out what those actual recipes are. Um, so if you're not using a meal planning service, then you can't, there's so many, so many ways, I, you know, all of my recipes are on my blog for free and that's the way it is for, um, you know, most food bloggers, you can just go to their blogs and say, Oh, I love this or go to, you know, foodnetwork.com and find, find those things and figure those out. Um, one of the things that I really try and hit home with my clients is that buying bulk is key. And buying bulk is not just for, the, like, the Whole Foods market culture, right? Um, almost every market that I have been in recently, in fact, I can't even think of one that doesn't have a bulk section now, whether it's Safeway or Albertsons or uh, you know, up here we have uh, Fred Meyers and New Seasons um, you know, and it's, and it's an incredible way to save money because they have the spices section. So you ever like, you need a recipe, you need 
paprika or something and paprika is not part of your regular use and so you have it's like 5.99 for a bottle mm -hmm. of paprika but you need a teaspoon um you know that really adds up especially when you see that thing sitting in your in your cabinet six months later <laughs> and maybe it has two teaspoons taken out of it so you can utilize your bulk um, bulk section and you can just buy one teaspoon of paprika um, and you know and it costs 30 cents or less probably even less if you're buying that little and and now you've cut your you've cut your bill down and you don't have a lot of waste so you're saving money um, so I really, I really stress to people to use their bulk sections and whatever grocery store they, they belong to or they shop at to sign up for their emails because they'll do sales in bulk section. Um, New Seasons is a popular market up here and they generally do a 20 to 25% discount on all bulk foods about twice a year. And I'll go in and I will buy like, macadamia nuts that's you know <laughs> I'll buy a pound of macadamia nuts and granted it's expensive at that time but if you put them in an airtight container um, they they last they're not going to go bad before you use them up mm -hmm. um, so I really find that that is that is a big money saver um, when it comes to protein there are there are certain cuts of meat that are going to be less expensive um, and so bone-in, skin-on chicken thighs are insanely healthy. You get some really, really good animal fat, and you get protein. Um, and they're uber delicious, especially when you get the skin all nice and crusty. Um, so, so those, you know, so boneless, skinless chicken breasts, um, smaller cuts like flank steak if you like steak but you know you're not going to go about and buy your New York strip or your t-bone or something like that um, flank steak is a really affordable cut and it cooks in eight minutes mm. um, you know it's really fast and you can marinate it with every type of flavor you can possibly imagine so those are some really good ways to um, you know bone in bone in pork chops are a lot less expensive um, even buying a whole chicken and cooking it and then cutting it up into pieces is going to save you money um, over buying, you know, a few breasts and a few thighs and a few legs uh, separately. Um, anytime you are willing to do the work when it comes to some of your meat or fish, you're going to save money. Um, one thing that is kind of sometimes it's kind of hard uh, when I when I talk to Americans to kind of get past is the idea of cooking whole fish. Uh, I know it's, but you know, eyes in, skin on, <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, but you can buy. I I just got um, trout um, not too long ago, and I bought two whole, two or three whole trout. Um, and you can they debone really easily. I know it sounds a little overwhelming for some people, but the cavity is cleaned out, so there's no guts. You just That's stick it. in a bunch of herbs and some lemon and then sprinkle salt and pepper and it literally cooks in like 12 minutes. Mm. Um, so, and that's an amazing way. And if your kids are totally grossed out about it, you can debone it in the kitchen and then put it on a plate so they don't have to see it. But my daughter was totally enamored by it. Um, <laughs> she is a, it was like the coolest thing ever. Um, did so, you chop the head off before you served it? 
Uh, no, I brought it to the table. She wanted to see it. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, but the way you, you like peel the skin back and then you, um, you use like a, a spoon or a spatula and like, and like stick it between the meat and the, and the ribs and it just lifts right off. Hmm. So, um, and if you're, if you're super adventurous, you can eat the eyeballs. So, Ew. <laughs> I'm not that adventurous. Ew. Um, oh, yeah. Another way is organ meat. I know organ meat is another hard one for some people. Um, liver is incredibly nutritious. Lots of um, lots of good nutrients, um, minerals. It's it's insane. Um, and if you can find a way to make it something you like, I I love liver. Um, my daughter loves liver. Uh, so, but she grew up, she kind of grew up on it. Um, it's, it's totally inexpensive, um, really affordable, really amazing way to get your protein in. So. And what about something like, um, uh, what is it called? Like Braunschweiger or something, the liverwurst, the German liverwurst. Is that the same thing or is it processed with a bunch of crap? You know, I, I'm not sure. Is it a sausage? No, it's uh, it's ground liver meat, uh-huh. but I'm not sure what else is in there. I didn't know if you were familiar with it or not. No, I'm not familiar with it. I usually buy my my livers frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, in in some markets, they're actually in the dog food section. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it makes me so sad. But you know, like there's like frozen dog food sections now, uh-huh. um, which which is yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. We, we should all be eating, you know, eating, eating some kind of organ meat once a week um, will give you some really good nutrients, some really good proteins, and, um, and it's really affordable. Mm-hmm. So also, you know, bulk, you know, whole, or not whole foods, uh, Costco, you know, anytime you can buy bulk, Thrive Market is a great opportunity if you do like organic um, and buying organic. Um, that's a really good opportunity to stock up. Um, I actually have a stocked pantry grocery list in on my website that is a free download and and it just says basically if you want to have a paleo kitchen here are the things the key things that you can stock up on you can buy you know in bulk or you know multiples of and save money and then you don't have to keep buying them you know every week maybe you stock up like once a quarter or something so mm-hmm. well that um, makes sense. Yeah, and always just try and find ways to repurpose your leftovers. I, um, you know, last night for dinner I made um, roasted bell pepper and artichoke chicken. Mm. Um, I spent five minutes prepping it on Sunday, and I just dumped it out onto a baking sheet and cooked it for 40 minutes while my kid and I played. I literally had, like, less than five minutes of active cooking time yet last night. And I had some of the pell pepper and onion and um, artichoke left over, and so I stuck it in a bowl last night, and this morning I tossed it in a pan and threw in three eggs and made a scramble, and it was clean and healthy, and it was already really well-seasoned and super delicious. That does sound good. So, Um, yeah. All right, so let's talk about meal planning. I hate meal planning. (laughs) Times I've failed. Um, I just I don't I don't it's not it's not hard. I don't know why I just can't do it. So, give us some tips. Tell us (laughs) tell us why we fail and how not to fail. Okay, so. First thing is, if you are doing your meal planning yourself, um, find 
find a tool that you can use to track what you're making. So um, I actually started with a spiral notebook. Mm-hmm. I keep it in my purse all the time. Um, I actually have, now I have this other, this other one. Um, but I, I keep it in my purse, and when I find a recipe that I like, Um, I will either write down the recipe in my book or I will print a copy of it and put it into my book. Um, I then go and say, okay, here's the recipes that I'm going to make. You know, if if you want to start simple and just say, I'm going to meal plan dinners Monday through Friday. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to meal plan dinners. You're going to say, okay, I found my five dinners for the night, for the week. Um, I have all the ingredient list, which means I have the grocery list. If you've got the ingredient list, you've got your grocery list. Uh, shop your pantry first so <laughs> that you don't waste money. Um, that's another really good way to save money because I have definitely bought, you know, the $12 bottle of olive oil, the jumbo, only to find another jumbo bottle <laughs> of olive oil in my fridge. Right. So Shop your pantry, then go down to your grocery store or the farmer's market, whatever you're doing, um, and use that list and stick to the list. Um, if you need extras, like, you, you know, if you're just doing your dinners, but you know, you know, everybody in the family eats eggs every, brec- every bre- morning for breakfast, add your eggs to your list. Um, my husband cannot have lunch without an apple no matter what, so I buy him five apples. I add that to my list every single week. Um, and then look at the um, instructions once you get home. And if you've printed them out or written them down, you can just like highlight or circle the things you can do ahead of time, mm-hmm. like chopping things. You know, if, if you need to chop onions um, and you need to chop onions for two different dishes, go ahead and chop all your onions, put them in a container or a freezer bag and stick them in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are doing um, I don't know, like a marinated chicken or something like that, um, toss your chicken in a freezer bag and throw the sauce or whatever you're using in ahead of time. Even if you're, like, if you're going to do barbecue, mm-hmm. just toss your barbecue sauce in there with the chicken and just like stick it in there. So all you're doing is taking it out and putting it on the grill. Yeah. Um, so just kind of highlight what, you know, what you're doing. And, and then you got to sit down with your family. That's a big part of it. Sit down with your family and say, look, I'm going to try this meal plan. We are going to try this meal planning thing. Um, I, you know, here's what the day I want to try it. I'm going to do it on Sunday afternoons. I'm going to go grocery shopping and I need, um, I need two hours to get us organized for the week so that we are less stressed and less frazzled and are not eating pizza. Mm hmm. And, and really try and get the family, you know, involved. You know, my daughter doesn't help me every single week, um, but I do try and, like, get her involved, and she understands that, like, Sundays are our are, are family ritual re- that revolves around food of meal planning and getting ourselves ready for the week. Um, and so, yeah, so I would just, you know, get your grocery list, um, get your recipes, highlight what you need, what you can do ahead of time, and focus on getting those done um, because you can, if you use a concentrated effort once, then you'll have a, you'll have a lot less effort that you need to output down the line. It's um, true. It's almost like 
it's almost like the, the you know the Pomodoro method. Yes. You set your you set your timer for 25 minutes and you sit down and you're like this is the task I'm doing for 25 minutes. Right. Um, it's a little bit longer, but it's it's kind of a theory. If I am going to go through all my recipes and this is what I'm doing for the next two hours, I'm going to get as much done as I can. Um, then you know go ahead and do it. Um, and, and like breakfast, things like quiches or, you know, I do, I do a lot of quiches or, and those types of things are like egg cups. You can cook that on Sunday and yeah, just, all yeah, all week. And like re, if you, if you can't eat it cold, I eat it like pizza, <laughs> but if you can't eat it cold, you know, it's like 30 seconds in the microwave. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I do I love having a good leftover quiche. Yeah. That's good for sure. Stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so um, you are offering services then to help women um, and moms, whomever. I guess you wouldn't turn away a man. I'm sure if he came. No. <laughs> so I don't. I don't get too many men that sign up, but I, um, you know, I by proxy they've signed up because their yeah. spouses have. <laughs> right. So tell us about your services and um, and what you do. Yeah, so so I I put together meal plans every week. Um, the it's a weekly meal and prep guide basically, and what you get for that is every Friday I email you. Um, there's a member page to my site, so I I email you and let you know that the membership site is up, and you can go to that site and you can get the meal plan in two formats. You can download it as a PDF, and the PDF will have <clears throat> um, your menu for the week, your a complete grocery list divided by grocery departments, um, and your recipe list so you can see which ingredients you're using for each recipe, and then a step-by-step -step guide of exactly what you need to do during your two-hour prep time. Um, and I, and I, the goal is two, two hours, two hours, 15 minutes. Um, sometimes it's less and sometimes it's more. Um, it's, uh, it, the cap is, is uh, three hours, but I honestly, the only time I've gone three hours is when I have a kid breakdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so two hours and two hours to two hours and 15 minutes is really the goal, the end goal. Um, and then it, the last piece are the day of instruction. So I don't tell you you're going to eat this on Monday and this on Tuesday and this on Wednesday. Um, I give you four meals that are going to be um, suitable for dinner mm -hmm. and um, depending on your family size we'll also have some leftovers for lunch um, and then I give you two um, two lunches and uh, a breakfast and a snack and everything is numbered so if you look at breakfast and you know you, you happen to be a family of six and I've given you a recipe for four you know that everything with that recipe needs to be doubled. So, mm -hmm. so if breakfast is, is recipe number seven, you're going to see that all these ingredients are for number seven. And I know I need to double it. Um, so, so that's, that's what I do. Um, I also, when members sign up, I also offer a like 15 minute, just one-on-one -on -one coaching session to kind of get your head wrapped around this, because this is really, it's not about, Oh, I'm just going to jump into this. Um, you know, it, it it's it's not a quick fix. It's not, um, you know, 
it, it, yeah, it's not a quick fix. It's really about creating a new family ritual or if, if you're doing it on your own and, and a husband's going to take the kids or spouse is going to take the kids or, you know, it's, it's creating that ritual so that um, the person who is responsible for the food in the house, which is usually mom, is, mm-hmm. is not, not stressed during the week has an opportunity to get this done ahead of time so that meals are ready in the refrigerator. Um, Lunches are pre-cooked and pre-packaged in single servings. Mm -hmm. So you just pull your lunch out of your, out of the refrigerator. You pull your breakfast out of the refrigerator. You give it to the kids. It's super easy. Um, And, and really just about saving time and saving money and eating clean meals without sacrificing a lot of kitchen time. Mm -hmm. Um, or sacrificing, sorry, without sacrificing a lot of family time and not spending an insane amount of time in the kitchen. So, Well, that sounds good. I'm glad to hear you say that it's not an easy fix and that it does require time because now I don't feel so <laughs> bad about the fact that I have failed at meal planning before. But it's just that I just I haven't made it part of my ritual and routine. And you really do. You really do have to carve out a chunk of time if you're going to do it and do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you do. And in, and it is a learning curve. But I, you know, if if you count up the time that you spend every day in the kitchen um, and and it comes out to, oh, man, you know, I'm spending 45 minutes a day um, between all meals in the kitchen. But if I spend two hours on Sunday, I can cut that down to 20 minutes or less Right. Um, for the, you know, each total each day, then it's like, oh man, okay. Maybe yeah. I, maybe if I, I can put some, it, it takes some effort. It really does. I mean, I, I, it, it's taken me a lot of effort. The people, the other people that, you know, that do it, it takes some time to get your head wrapped around. And sometimes, sometimes I fail. Sometimes it's, it's family and, you know, it's life and it's messy and it's beautiful. But, um, yeah, so. Yeah. Well, another thing is my, uh, my two oldest kids are nine and six now, so there's no reason why they can't um, help a little bit with the prep and, you know, yep. yeah, have that as family time as well. Um, yeah, totally. I love getting the kids involved. You know, my daughter has had kitchen safe knives or at child safe knives since she was about two. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really inexpensive. You can buy them on Amazon and, and she helps. So at first I would give her like the, the dead ends off the asparagus and she would, you know, cut them up. <laughs> um, but now she can actually cut, you know, some basic vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. Um, I also, the other thing that I provide on my website, um, on my, as my part of my membership are school lunch plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the recipes and grocery lists and everything to um, to make that happen, um, and they are paleo, gluten free, grain free, and um, kid approved. So <laughs> that's always a plus because I have some picky kids. <laughs> yeah, not really that totally picky. I mean, compared to other picky eaters, my kids do well. But you know, they like their they like their junk. I'll put it that way. They like yep. the. And who doesn't? I mean, I'd rather eat chips than asparagus too, but <laughs> but it hurts later. Oh yeah, my goodness. Totally. 
Um, so the other the other way, just to just real quick touch on it. So you can download all the the meal plans in PDF, and I have four different meal plans each week to choose from. Um, but the other way is if anybody is using Trello. Mm -hmm. Um, Trello is an amazing tool. It's totally free. It's an app. And I give, um, I put all of the meal plans onto a Trello board and then I share that with members every single week. Okay. I'm seriously contacting Trello about a sponsorship opportunity because I kid you not, this is like the seventh podcast interview in a row <laughs> that the person has mentioned Trello. So we are giving them all kinds of free press. Yeah, seriously. They, yeah. they really are amazing. Um, the product is amazing. Uh, you can pay $5 a month for a couple of extra perks, but you can get it. You can use you know, like if you wanted to use my meal plans, um, you can do that totally, totally free account. And, and the neat thing is everything is customizable. So like you get my grocery list, mm -hmm. but if you look on there and like it's, there's asparagus and you know, your family is not going to eat asparagus, but they'll eat broccoli. You can edit it and, and replace oh, cool. it with broccoli and still see what recipe that goes to. That's cool. Um, and then you can add to it. So like my husband's apples, they don't go on to my, my clients' meal plans every week. Right. <laughs> but you must they, have five apples in your meal plan. Everyone. Right. Everybody's <laughs> going to have five apples in their meal plan. Um, but they do go on to my, my meal plan on my Trello board. So that's what I have um, – that's now what I use because I take it, you know, my phone to the grocery store and, I, and it's all the step-by-step -step instructions so that you, like – you know, touch screen, like check off. Okay. I preheated the oven. Okay. I put the pot of water on to boil. I did that. So you know exactly where you are in the process. So oh, that's great. Cool. So, um, one of the last questions I always ask people is, uh, as a busy mom, you know, self care mm -hmm. is really super important. So what are some of your favorite ways, um, to find me time? Finding me time. So, I, um, I started a ritual of getting up early. I get up at 4.30. Um, Ouch. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I, I knew I needed to find some time that, you know, my husband was home in case he, my daughter woke up or needed him, needed one of us, um, and that I wouldn't, be dis wouldn't likely be distracted um, just to kind of focus. And, and I, I started doing different things. Sometimes I would just work out. Sometimes I would read. Sometimes I would work, whatnot. Um, and then I, I actually read um, Miracle Mornings by Hal Elrod. Um, it's, it's all about, it, it totally revolves around changing your life through, um, you know, creating a, rituals in the morning and, and um, and I and so I'm like more towards the not working during that time and really trying to find some um, some inner focus, self improvement, mm -hmm. whatever whatever that needs to be um, on that day for myself. So that's a pretty awesome book. And I have to say, uh, for moms, um, you know, sometimes I, I I hear a lot of business people read it. Um, you know, that are entrepreneurs or, or uh, whatever, but moms, man, I wish I read that book like two years ago. <laughs> Great. Then I'm, I'm like nine years behind. So 
<laughs> it, it really is an awesome book and it really because it is so easy for us to just give and give and give and and I definitely have the mom guilt of oh my gosh my daughter's been you know in school or daycare all week and now I, I have to spend this time with her or I can't go get a manicure and pedicure on Saturday because I feel right. guilty because she was in school or all this just crap yeah. and I um, and I have found that 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 focus and that time and I honestly getting I wake up at 4:30 without my alarm most days and I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna take the day by the horns and just own it so that's great what time do you go to bed just out of curiosity so I I actually have chronic insomnia so I oh, average yeah. uh, about five hours a night yeah I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> I know I know a lot of people uh, like I I am not I am not the model for people to try and uh, emulate for sure. I don't like not even close. Um, I, I do have chronic insomnia. It's something that I've dealt with my whole life. Um, and I, once I accepted that this is my sleep pattern, um, I mean, I, I, I don't feel tired and exhausted or anything like that. It's just, well, this is just the way I am. Yeah. Um, however, if I was not super weird like that, I <laughs> would I would tell people to go to sleep not too long after their kids do yeah. and wake up refreshed and focused and, and ready to take on the day and have some me time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, okay, so um, where can people find you? So you can find me at eatingcleancookingdirty.com. And you can also email me if you want to ask me any questions. I'm totally, totally happy to um, interact and, and help people. Um, my email address is s at eatingcleancookingdirty.com. Uh, you can also find me, Instagram is my favorite social hangout, uh, Eat Clean, Cook Dirty, and Facebook um, is my, um, is The S. Rogers, so yeah, the S. Rogers. Had, some, okay. had some weird, weird changes on the, the Facebook doesn't let you change it, so. No, no, <laughs> I, I, that's unfortunate. The Facebook, you referred to it as the Facebook. The Facebook, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that just cracked me up. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being with us. I, yeah. I got a lot of great information from this and I look forward to checking out your resources. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to episode 40 of the Lose the Cape podcast. I hope you enjoyed Samantha and all of her great health and meal planning tips. If you would like to see any of the information that we talked about on the show, it's all included in our show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 40. And please leave us a great review if you love listening to us. Thanks so much. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.